0: perfect
1: it's a long intro Kill it. Perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together from Ian for Ian Graham from the fantastic band, Seagar Ray, the preeminent Sugar Ray Seagar Ross mashup band. He's fantastic. Welcome to You Me and Them, everybody. I'm one of the people that don't live here. This is an amazing. We're in Baltimore. We're in the Hamden, We're recording this. That's why I'm talking like all the people in the room. Don't worry there. We're recording this. We're in Baltimore in a fantastic place. Where the fuck is where are we? This is amazing. There's a house, there's full of people here. The people want to be here. Half the people don't know what's going on. That's fair. That's accurate. We've doing this for five fucking years. It's a fun time. You want to hear about the best show we did ever? The worst show we did ever, or the worst show we did this year. So this year, ever, worst or best. So let's go best or worst. Best or worst. Who wants to hear the best story? Worst? Okay, worst, hands down. Obviously, that's way more fun to hear about. You want to do ever, or you want to do this year? Ever. Ever. Okay, here's the worst show we've ever done. It was at the Wonderland Ballroom. (laughs) The Wonderland Ballroom is in Washington, D.C. For those people that don't know where Washington, D.C. is, it's where the people live. Okay, so I'm from there. Not really. It's a horrible place. Don't ever go there. There's monuments. Don't... It's pointless. It's really pointless. There's a lot of money there, but there's a lot of cocaine everywhere, so you don't need to go to Washington, D.C. Anyways, so the worst show we ever did... Started out as a good show. It started out as a very fine show. Rather than have a house band, I usually have someone like Ian Graham who's in the preeminent Cigar Raw Sugar Ray mashup band. I had a DJ, which was actually kind of cool. His name is Chris. Chris is a great friend of mine. He ended up coming to my wedding. and We became friends. It was pretty cool. Cocaine, everybody. So we have a DJ. We have a guest on the show, and the guest was very fascinating, and we learned a lot of things. But no one cares about the guest People were there to see the stand-up comic. Now, the stand-up comic on the show, I will not say this person's name because he threatened me. And here's why he threatened me. Because he's really good at threatening everyone. He is your most stereotypical red-headed, straight, white male comic I've ever seen. And by the way, if you don't know, if you don't like straight, white male comics, you really don't get comedy. Am I right, Cosby, everybody? Anyways, so this guy starts doing his bits... So many bits, eight minutes of bits, because that's how long the comics have on the show. First bit, don't land. Fair, not everything lands. I understand. Second bit, doesn't land. Third bit gets real racist. Real racist bit. And then he decides to just stare at the one black guy in the audience. That didn't go well. One black guy in the audience says, hey man, that's not funny. And we all agreed and we all laughed. And that made him go into his homophobic section. Black guy in the audience happens to be a gay man. He didn't like that bit either. So he decided to threaten that man's life For the first time. Then a dad got involved. There was a dad in the crowd. And I don't know about you guys, but dads exist. They don't exist for everyone, and that's why a lot of people are stand-ups. But occasionally, dads go to stand-up shows. And now this guy said, hey, maybe cut it out with the homophobic racist stuff. And he decided to try to fight that 60-year-old man. Now, it was a pretty cool guy. And uh, my DJ friend decided to play Basement Jack's Where's Your Head At? And everyone laughed. Now, it was a fun show. And that was in 2011. I posted that show. I asked the guy, hey, can we post the show? Because this is like a huge meltdown. He's like, of course. Post it with my name and my Twitter handle. And I did. A week later, he goes, hey, maybe we don't post that show. And I'm like, that's not how the internet works. <laughs> but okay, I'll take you out. So now if you listen back to that show, there's just an interview with a person, and it's kind of cool. And then all of a sudden, where's your head at? And then the entire crowd is laughing, and it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> a year later... A comic had downloaded the podcast and posted it on their own blog. They're hosting it themselves, which is kind of cool. That means they got a lot of fans, everybody. Anyways, I get a call on my honeymoon from a man threatening violence against me. He's, well, you told me that fucking podcast was down. I go, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm on my honeymoon because I got married because I don't say homophobic shit in a fucking room. I think it because I'm a straight white male, bro. Anyways, that's a, that's a Cosby thing. Anyways, um, <laughs> he, uh, he, he ends up killing himself, actually. That's the... No, I'm just kidding. He still does comedy, but he doesn't like hotels. So it's a pretty good story, and that's where we are at. five years on. That's the only thing I have to talk about. Tonight's show is going to be fantastic. It's the first time here. More than half the room has no idea why they're here, but it's a cool spot, so they're not going to leave. Thanks for letting me interrupt your amazing house party. We're going to have a talk show. This is exactly like DC, except good. Anyways, <laughs> Ian Graham, the preeminent cigar Ray, is going to play some songs. Give it up for Ian. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being respectful of the artist, uh, practicing his craft. Not a lot of people like art where I'm from, so it's kind of cool to be in a place like this. Now, our first guest of the evening, uh, he's a fantastic man. I like him because he's got the hair of a boy, but the age of a man, and he hosts a podcast. It's called The Digression Sessions. I know. I got a big get for my Baltimore five-year show. He's been on the show multiple times because I like him as a person and an idea. You got some more uh, Seagull Ray tuned up there, buddy? cool bro by the way i'm a big bro so keep that in mind for the duration of the show uh i might cut that out of the podcast because no one laughed at that and i understand why you don't know why that was funny in my head you don't have to ladies and gentlemen please put your hands together for the very talented the very attractive let's make him feel like a piece of meat mr josh kaderna everybody josh
2: Good to see you. Hello, weird, dark living room. Wow. Okay. Josh. One person's like, right? It is dark in here. What is going on? I'm thinking it. He's thinking it. It's weird. That's one of the reasons why
1: I like you. You like to talk about topical current events.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like I wha- like to talk about visual stuff on the audio podcast. He gets it, guys. I get it. He's I got a show.
1: It. It's called The Digression Sessions. Yeah. You all know about it. You all love it. Mm-hmm. They have, you have Apes' uh, logos.
2: Apes' logos, yep. Why? So that's you- how I sell the show. Yep. <laughs> guys, check out our logo. It's
1: a good, it's a good logo. It's a moderate logo. You got tees, you got sweet
2: tees. Yeah, I got some t-shirts. Sold out of those. Did you really? Uh, well, actually, I got way too many smalls yeah, made, you did. and uh, so you're saying the podcast community doesn't really uh, have a fit bod. Uh, I don't think they're just not as tiny as me. So I have 25 shirts that I rotate in and out at home, and they're all digression, all DS shirts. I'm a big fan of the show. Big fan of the show. That's nice. <laughs> what are your thoughts on drugs? Drugs. I'm con. fucking for them, right, guys? Okay, I'm against them, right, guys? I'm indifferent towards them, right? Okay, this weird dark room is weird. <laughs> I'm not getting anything from them.
1: Before this show, before you decided to grace us with your presence, you had a different show. You had to do an improvisational show. Yes,
2: I did improv.
1: Why? Why uh, would anyone want to do that?
2: Come here and do the show afterwards? <laughs> after? Fair enough. Like. I said, there's a weird living room. I got to get in front of those people. (laughs) Guys, I know I'm having a great time creating comedy out of thin air. It's magical. I'm going to go to a dead room where everybody's high and probably hates me. Yes, you get it. (laughs) And I did it. Loving it. Got to promote my podcast. Got a great logo. I
3: I just complimented you.
2: (laughs) The first few times you were on the show, you just said, like, you're just mean to me. And I said, tonight, I'm going to open with compliments. You did not say that to me. I think you thought it, maybe? And what? I appreciate that. My what? voice went really high. You thought it, baby?
1: Brandon, did you think that? Okay, could I take a phone call right now? I know this is incredibly rude. It's our performer on the show. Oh, could yeah. Did you just talk? Wait,
2: when DDM calls, you got to answer that. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky that you have a good logo, too, Brandon. Because there's a lot of dead... Yeah, put him on speaker. So, what do you people in the darkness want to talk about? <laughs> What's going on in your weird lives? Anything? We got a guy here playing the uh, guitar. Hold on, I'm on the phone. Yeah, sorry, I'm, be, I'm being very rude here trying to anchor your show. I apologize. There's a poster on the second door. You'll be able to see it from where you walk by. Does that make any sense at all? That's your, that's your directions. It's in an alley, and there's a poster. No, give it to Pete. I don't live here. That ain't that ain't on me. You want me to do everything? He's a guest. Uh, no, you can stop talking. I'll talk now about how great you are. Oh, okay. Okay. Don't D D DDM? Hey.
1: Oh yeah, I should have just put it on speakerphone.
2: Uh-huh. Hey, uh, everybody here is going to tell you how to get here. Ready? Everybody on one, two, three. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> Did Drive.
3: Drive. <laughs> hey, let's. Liz-
1: He can't hear you. He can't hear you. Come up here. Come up here.
2: Come on. Mr. Mr. Peter Muth, this is his home. Round of applause for Peter Muth, Thank everybody. You,
1: I'm just going to give you the phone, and you can talk to him. Hey, uh, where are you now? i i in
3: this a I got you. Okay. So, Park. So, imagine you were able to walk through the yards and go to the back.
2: You're giving him existential directions? (laughs) Now, bro, if you could walk through walls, this is what you would do.
3: Suppose you were able to. Um, As the crow flies. um, But you have to actually physically walk all the way back around. So, uh, like, leave that street, hang a right, and then hang a right into the alley immediately again, the first alley you see. So, like, imagine you were able to walk through. What? (laughs) You can't, so you got to walk around. Does that make sense? Why
1: not just say walk to the end of the block and take the alley?
3: Wait, say that again. So you basically say walk to
1: the end of the block. Exactly. Come
3: around the opposite side. So walk to the end of the block, uh, to, which, is thir- which should be 37th Street. Walk on
2: top of the cars.
3: And then hang a right.
1: I don't want him to get so mad. He doesn't decide. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm not doing the show." And then
3: hang in another immediate right into the alley, like a warehouse-looking place in the middle of the alley. There'll be a poster. Okay. So you know, like the back of people's houses. (laughs) Okay, man.
2: It's the alley between Falls and Hickory. Is that what you said? There you go.
3: Behind Subway. Subway? (laughs) Yeah, behind Subway. Go I'd like to stay up here now, please.
4: Find any Subway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we you have pl- the phone. Just keep the phone as a parting we, gift. That's we it's
2: we it's plan phone that now. bit. Uh, have you ever given people instructions on your podcast? Uh, yeah, when we used to do it at our house. I'd be like, "Would you want to come and do a <laughs> podcast in my office? Uh, my dog is is there." Do you have a dog? <laughs> yeah, that's What kind the, of dog? That's the most interesting thing. You're like, no shit! What kind of dog is <laughs> it? You bought a dog, huh? You, what kind of dog? It is a Border Collie Black Lab mix, we think.
1: Okay. Do you like it?
2: I love it. What's She's the th- name of your dog? Munsa. Is Munsa a boy or a girl dog? It's a girl. That's cool. Initially, we thought she was a boy. Named her Munson, right? Found out she was a girl? Munsa. Right. Why there. did you name a dog Munson? Uh, because my girlfriend's mom found her at a flea market uh underneath of a picnic table and little kids are feeding her french fries and it was an amish flea market or something like that so i went to kingpin amish people one of my favorite movies roy munson munson the dog munson turned out to have a row of nipples which i was uh incredulous about and uh my girlfriend i say to her i say hey why does munson have nipples and she goes you have nipples i said touche touche I said, why is Munson peeing sitting down? She said, you pee sitting down? I said, sometimes when I'm tired. And then I took her to the vet, and uh, a large, large woman walks in. Um, why and, does the size of this woman matter? Well, because she was
1: intimidating.
2: She walks in. And, why could
1: you just say an intimidating woman?
2: Well, they would know what I meant, right? When we say intimidating, we mean large, right? <laughs> and lesbian, probably, <laughs> right? So this intimidating, silly broad. <laughs> <laughs> She, walks in. she just seemed like she's having a bad day. Did DDM make he it? He made it. He made it! He walked through the walls. He's here. So this vet tech comes in, looks at my dog, looks at the file, and she goes, this is a girl. And I go, how do you know that? And she picks up her front legs, looks at her vagina, and goes, that's how I know. And I said, touche. Touche. <laughs> So you're really bad with telling the difference between boys and girls. She had a big vagina. She has like a lump of something there that I thought was a tiny penis. <laughs> Turns out she's got a big vagina, and uh, she's not going to be happy when she hears this. I've outed her. I've outed her. But no, she's the best. Love her to death. How long have you had the dog? Uh, five years.
1: That's a long time. That's How old lot- is the
2: dog? Five years old <laughs> wow we got her when she was a little bit ba- i could fit her in my my forearm and now she weighs like 75 pounds but she's still the same size she's very fat no i'm Aww. just kidding <laughs> no she's slender she's mean are you thinking about getting any
1: other dogs so months not of at this
2: point i think she would feel like a little uh, threatened by that but you maybe know?
1: it'll help her lose weight because no be no she's not fat i was just you kidding. just said she was fat why yeah, would you lie
2: I, about your dog i was speaking facetiously why would you do that well, I'm trying to have fun in this weird room and uh, <laughs> yeah, doing yeah. anything I can, you know. Yeah, I like you. Well, that wasn't a question that I asked you, but thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. <laughs> I was thinking it, though. I was like, man, does Brandon like me? He gets very You have asked about me dog. that
1: multiple times if I like you, and I'm very vague about my answers. Really? I don't yeah. re-
2: I, <laughs> You're like, well, hey, man, there you go. <laughs> I'm like, hey, that's not an answer. That is not an answer. I don't know if we could top that dog nipple uh, questionable gender story. That was an old bit that I used to do. That's why I worked it in like a bit, like we're on a talk show. Yeah. You know, like when like millionaires are on the Tonight Show, like funny thing happened to me. I was on a boat. And he's like, get out of here, a boat. Do you want to lip sync to something? <laughs> yes. I want to play a game um, that children play. But with now that we're grown up, it's fun. Jimmy Fallon. Hashtag. <laughs> zing. Zing. Listen to my podcast. Great logo. Great guest. We had Patton Oswald on. You guys know who he is? Okay. The left side of the room. Check it out. Right side. You also had Not Matt f- Walsh. We had Matt Walsh. Brian Husky. He's the guy that's in everything. Uh, one of those guys that pops up when you see him. You're like, oh, Most hey. recently in... Uh, Selfie? Yeah. But he's on Veep, and uh, he's the guy in This Is The End that gets his head chopped off. Very funny guy yeah joey remembers like no shit he's he is that actor where you see him and you're like hey wait that is that guy if you ever watch the onion news network you yeah. see my podcast like every other day yeah like, we're yeah. just digging a hole right now what wh- because we're talking about of guests that, that i've had on my podcast <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yes, yes yeah. <laughs> well i want people to actually listen to it i want to be like oh he's got a logo go fuck him why are you making fun of your own logo i think it's a fantastic logo thank you you're welcome thank you you got anything to plug I have a podcast. I don't know if I brought that up. <laughs> Do you, you just looked at a list and there's nothing written down. You, no, are, you are pretending.
1: Yeah, no, there's a list.
2: It says, don't cut self, Brandon. That's what it says. And <laughs> it's did you ever cut yourself? Today.
1: Did you ever get into that shit?
2: No. No. There's you mean a like just to feel? Yeah. Like when you're so depressed? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Any type of thing would just bring you out of that dark funk? Yeah. Nah, I never did That's that. That's good. Nah. That's good. <laughs> You
1: sure you didn't do that? Nah, man. Nah, man. But you got the hair of somebody that does.
2: <laughs> well. I was going to zing you back, but I feel like that'd be mean. You just couldn't think of anything. Well, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you. Mayor, put your hands together <laughs> for Josh Caderno, <laughs> everybody. Josh. This is our podcast. Play Play them up. Up. Good job, bro. God damn, I like that way too much. It's horrible. You ready, Christine? Here's what we're gonna do. We've come to the point where we have actual performers, people way better than Josh and I, that are gonna tell funny ha-has. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for
5: Christine Ferrara, everybody. Christine. Oh, hey, you guys. Um, some of you guys might might know me. Um, I'm kind of the Lisa Lampanelli of the alt-comedy scene in Baltimore. Um, I'm a female comic, and so a lot of people stereotype me and think that I'm just going to do a lot of jokes about my vagina. Um, But I just want to let you know I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm hardly going to talk about my vagina at all. Um, I'm just going to talk about my vagina... Like, a little bit. Um, I am actually having a problem with my vagina. um, But it's not really what you think. Um, My vagina wrote some monologues. And um, I guess they were pretty good. um, Dark, edgy, compelling. They resonated with people. And not just women, either. Um, My vagina's monologues were performed on Broadway so you might have heard of them um that led to a book deal and now they're pitching a film so basically my vagina's career is going better than mine and um i know i should be happy for her but she's kind of acting like such a cunt lately (laughs) and like i know that's harsh to call my vagina a cunt. Anyway, by the way, that's the last time I'm going to say my vagina for about 30 seconds or, or possibly a minute. Um, I actually did once have a nightmare in which I was auditioning for the vagina monologues, um, and that's true. I think it was, I, I say nightmare because um, it's one of my greatest fears to write, direct, and star in my own one-woman show. Um, I'm very afraid that I'm going to start extracting bits of wisdom and humor from my real life and doing character voices based on my family members and um, making pithy observations about my boyfriend leaving the toilet seat up, which he actually does do that, so (laughs) it's kind of frustrating. But um, I know it's ridiculous to fear something that you would actually have to work really hard to make happen, but I'm very afraid that I will write, direct, design lighting, print programs, book theaters, block, which is where you figure out where things are going to go on stage, um, print programs, and probably do a Kickstarter for my, my very own one-woman show, "Redheaded Stepchild, an Irish-Italian girl's odyssey from the Midwest to the Mid-Atlantic, that's just a working title. Yeah. I don't know what it would be called, but maybe something like that. Um, so are there any feminists here tonight? Hey. Whoa, whoa, okay. Wow, that's exciting. I'm a feminist, so I was just, you know, if you need to know what one looks like. Um, I mean, except you can't see my horns. It's funny, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about feminism, um, For example, did you know that many of the most important feminists are actually men? Um, Ann Coulter, for example. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Ann Coulter is not a man. Human. Ann Coulter is not human. Uh, That's what I meant to say. Um, So I recently had a baby... um, Yeah, all right. (laughs) Bringing life into the world. Yeah, it is exciting. It's very, I don't, probably, I think you guys are a little younger, so maybe not all of you have had a baby. Um, (laughs) But if you haven't, I just want to let you know that you just have no idea what to expect. Like, I don't care how many books you read or how much you plan. You just have no idea what it's actually going to be like. For example... My baby is so, um, God, what is the word? Um, he's so, that thing that they call babies, do you know what I'm talking about? He's so racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. And it's like, we didn't plan for that. You know, we were like, should we paint the room, ba- you know, blue? Should we paint it pink? Anyway, he's a cutie, but he is full of hate. Um <laughs> But I am going to keep this one because if I can be serious for a moment, I have to tell you about the day I gave my octuplets up for adoption. (laughs) It was one of the hardest days of my life. I almost couldn't go to the club that night. Um, So does anyone here like to read? Any readers in the audience? (laughs) Nice segue. Um, I actually despise reading and I very um, infrequently do it. But I recently listened to a book on tape. Um, it was Our Bodies, Ourselves, read by James Franco. And I really recommend it. It's very liberating. He really makes it his own. Um, I was at the bookstore the other day because I needed a how-to book. And do you know those books they have, like, uh, Origami for Dummies or The Complete Idiot's Guide to Websites or whatever? Um, Well, I had to get one of those how-to books, and I asked the bookstore clerk, how do I know if I'm an idiot or a dummy? And he was like, no, ma'am, what you need is the total fucking stupid piece of fucking shit's guide to caring for a parent with Alzheimer's. (laughs) So, I got the book. It was very, it it was a godsend. Um, I just recently had a birthday last Friday, um... Scorpios, I'm, uh, I actually just turned 45, can you believe it, um, oh yeah, I don't know if you saw that Judd Apatow movie, this is 40, but it's like complete bullshit, uh, it's nothing like that, um, but anyway, I, I read my horoscope for my birthday, uh, which I do every year, and I try to follow the advice, um, so this was what my horoscope said, Scorpio. Your confidence and charm are at an all-time high. Now is the time to ask for that raise or woo that special someone. Follow your heart, Scorpio. It will lead to a moss-covered bridge. There is a little man there. (laughs) Give him a piece of gold or answer his riddle. Continue on through the meadow, past the mini golf course. (laughs) Enter the Four Forks Mall. Go into P.J. Bagelstein's turn left. Do you see the rabbit? Feed him three poppy seeds. It just got, like, super specific. So (laughs) I really don't know what I can do with that information. Um, But I do think it would make a good video game. Um, So I don't know if you guys have heard about the latest in comedy technology, but or I like to call it mirthology. Um but there is actually, somebody <laughs> invented this. Um, in Europe, they have installed face sensors at comedy clubs, which detect if an audience member is laughing or not, and so now they charge per laugh. It's called like, something like pay per laugh, or chuckle vision, or something like that. Anyway, so if you don't laugh, you don't have to pay, and this is true. You can Google it and whatnot. Um, so, But what I'm wondering from the Comedian standpoint is, if I make someone cry, do I owe them money, like a million dollars? So anyway, uh, I think some of you are anxious to get home and give your girlfriends ironic mustache rides. So I'm just going to leave you with this very <laughs> last um, one last joke. <laughs> I saw, I saw some, I saw some, um, but this is a classic joke. This is not mine. I um, this is been around for probably hundreds of years it's it's an oldie but a goodie um, you probably heard this one before but I'm going to tell you this um, how do you repress all of your feelings and emotions and push them so far down inside you like those people in DC and form a hard protective shell that keeps out the cold apathetic world that t- doesn't care about you. Practice! Practice! <laughs> All right, thank you very much. <laughs> Christine! Oh, do I need the microphones? microphones.
1: Oh. You're very funny.
5: Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh.
1: Why is Judd Apatow's This is 40 bullshit?
5: Oh, I didn't see it, but no, I mean <laughs> it just looks terrible. I really like hate him. I mean, what? because he's like you know I don't know I didn't see it so I was
1: Why do you hate your Avatar though let's talk about it
5: Oh uh, I, I think because he makes A lot of uh, Films about you know we're in The same generation and it's just sort of like I guess it's just people with much Better jobs than <laughs> me And much better lives and they're all You know like ridiculously Sort of perfect and I don't Know
1: why isn't your life more perfect Then what could we do
5: well, my life is good. It's good. Just, it just doesn't look anything like you know a Judd Apatow film where people are like delightfully neurotic, you know. <laughs> and it's.
1: Do you don't like? Do you not like neurotic people?
5: No, I do. But <gasps> I do. Do you don't really? Pay- <laughs> What's your
1: favorite kind of neurotic person?
5: Um, favorite kind of neurotic person. Well, I don't know. The first one that pops to mind is the comedian Maria Bamford, who's probably yeah. My that's just favorite. a good answer. Yeah. Have well,
1: you? You'd probably get along with Maria. You're both funny.
5: Oh, I don't know. Yeah.
1: No, no, hey. you're funny. You, you <laughs> don't. I know you're funny, and you, yeah, you probably. That's it.
5: Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. How long
1: have you been doing this thing, the standing up and telling jokes comedy? Um,
5: about two years. Why? Why'd you start? Why? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Is it? It's
1: an all right question.
5: I think it's just something I always wanted to do, but I was really shy and.
1: Why you know. did it take so long? You're actually funny.
5: Oh, well, I don't know. Does anyone suffer from shyness? It's no. Yeah. <laughs> I Not know you nice. don't.
1: <laughs> no, of course, that makes sense. Yeah. No, was there I'm, a specific honestly, moment? I'm like
5: one of the most painfully shy. Is this
1: painful, painful. for you?
5: No, this isn't painful. Good. It's nice, but... Is it nice? Like Would 40 I... years of overcoming shyness was painful, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry that that
1: happened. Yeah. I wish we'd met each other earlier. I could have yelled at you or something <laughs> and told you to go and be funny on stage. yeah. Were you like the funny person at work and they're like, you should do stand-up? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Were you the person at work You're like, I want to kill my coworkers? Sort I should of, s-. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Did you ever work in a mall?
5: I have never worked in a mall, no.
1: Then we can't relate to each other.
5: Oh, you've worked in a mall?
1: Just one. The Which? WTTW store of knowledge.
5: Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I, had,
1: I sold them some knowledge. Oh. It wasn't very good. It was a Christmas job. Do you like the holidays?
5: <laughs> um... I, I'm sort of indifferent to the holidays. Sorry. What are you
1: passionate about, lady?
5: Passionate. Um, well, I guess <laughs> I'm an artist also. Really? Um, what kind yeah. of art? Um, Has that question
1: ever been screamed at you before
5: like that? <laughs> what kind of art What you kind <laughs> of art? <laughs> um, I do performance art. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But
1: you were doing that before the stand up?
5: Oh, yeah. I've been doing that for. And that didn't a while. make you nervous or anything? Um. Yeah, no, I also was nervous doing that, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, I guess I like to do things that are scary, so.
1: Well, thanks Both for doing some scary stuff in a very dark room.
5: <laughs> oh, you're welcome. In a
1: house. I like you a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Christine Thank Farrar, you. everybody. <laughs> Player of Cigarette! We're both very excited that Twin Peaks has a third season, and I think that guitar sound proved it. Love this band. Um, I understand why no other talk show has a band like this, but fuck them—they're just afraid of the truth. Anyways, (laughs) coming to the area that's sort of like a stage is uh, a very funny man, and he lives in this area-ish, and I like him a lot. He performed a Benson ball, and blah blah. blah. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together
0: for Ben, Ben. Ben, do whatever you want.
6: Hello wow, yay all right, um, have you guys ever uh, gone to uh, talk uh, with an acquaintance and you just fucking tank? you know what I mean? Just like hey uh d- hey do you, how um did did uh so did did you uh did did, did you come here? That's not a question. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Did you come here alone? That's worse. Um, that's what that's what I'm like. I have a lot of anxiety. Um, I know I'm I'm like I look like a white stallion up here, but um, it's not true. I'm very sensitive. I'm a very sensitive person. Uh, when I was the thing about being sensitive is that, like, when I was a kid, I thought that being sensitive would be like would help me find a relationship. Uh, you know, like a healthy relationship. Nope. Um, Because what happened was when I was a kid, I would hear people talking about their boyfriends and they would say things like, you know, I love him. I just wish he were more sensitive. And inside me, I'd be like, that's me. I'm the man you want, you know, but what I didn't realize is that when people say that, when they say sensitive man, they're not talking about like, A guy who's uh, easily intimidated. What they are imagining is like, it's like a shirtless man just running into the wilderness with his dog by his side that he raised from a puppy. And he's just chopping trees down with his hairy forearms. Ah! And they watch and they go, oh my God, he's so sensitive. He loves that dog. He loves that dog. Or, you know, they want a guy who can cry, but it's, it's like when he's like grabbing the antlers of a deer and breaking its neck by twisting, like, you know, like that. And they go, oh my God, it's a mercy killing. He doesn't want to, but he has to, to feed our family. He's so sensitive. You know, like that's not me. They weren't talking about me, right? Cause this is, this is what I'm like. Oh, Hey, uh, Hey Ben, what's wrong? Well, three weeks ago, your phone ran out of battery while we were talking, and it felt like you hung up on me. No, I know you didn't. I know you didn't. But it brought up past trauma, and now I think I'm going to need a little bit of space for about a year. That's what, that's what I'm, like, uh, I'm a little sensitive. I have a lot of anxiety, um, a lot of, like, general just, a, just anxiety. I don't do, like, drugs. Like, I wish drugs worked on me. Like, they only ever just make me more anxious, except uh, alcohol. Alcohol is great. The only problem with alcohol is that I, I've been thinking a lot about it, and I really, truly believe that it is the most horrifying drug, uh, bar none, because here's my point. You could smoke like a brick of weed. Like an entire field of weed. And the worst thing that happens to you is you're like...
0: <laughs>
6: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's worst case scenario. You're just like, hey, what's up? You know? Or you could do like a bucket of Coke. And yeah, you'll die. <laughs> but before that happens, you know, you like you're just... You know, what I mean? like, just, like give everyone a thumbs up, and so high fives all around it's like no, that's not dangerous, you know what I mean, but you could just have just a little bit of alcohol, and you just take your phone out and you're like Ugh. 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 Ugh.
0: Ugh.
6: fuck you, grandma <clears throat> <laughs> you know what I mean like, like that's like seven PM on a Thursday you're just hanging out with the guys. You know? Even heroin, which is like the worst drug, the worst thing that you're gonna do on heroin is like neglect a baby. You know what I mean? Alcohol, you'll fucking you'll fight a baby. You like, you know, you'll put a little boxing gloves on it and be like, I don't care if you're zero. Come here, you know like that. Um, and the other thing is, is that, you, you know, no kid has ever been like afraid of his dad when he comes home late at night, like on shrooms, like he's not like, dude, I can't go out there. Dad's, dad's going to see the universe in my eyes. You know what I mean? Anyway, I think, I think alcohol pretty bad. Um, crack though. Crack. I like. I like crack because it's fu- it, uh, people like to joke about it all the time, you know? You've heard this. It's, been, it's like, oh, dude, I just tried these uh, new Tostitos scoops, and they're, <laughs> there's got to be crack in these, man, because I can't stop eating them. These are crack in these, something like that. Or they'll be like, oh, I just got an iPhone. I can't stop texting. Emojis are just, like, crack to me. You know what I mean? Or like, uh, you know, I can't, I can't stop, you know, combing my daughter's hair. That's not one. Um... <laughs> But you get, you get what I'm saying. And the thing is is that if you compare something to crack, I know you've never done crack before because if you are a person who's done crack, uh, you've uh, done crack and you'd never compare it to anything. It's not, like the only, it's not like the first time you do crack, you're like, oh, my God, you know what this is just like? This is just like potato chips. Oh, my God. Um, and the other thing is if you, if you are a person who's done crack and you did compare it to something it would sound different and it would scare people <laughs> because it would sound like this hey guys stop eating I don't want to freak you out right now but the frosting on this cake tastes literally exactly like crack and everyone would oh, they'd push their food away or they'd keep eating it because when it comes to food there's only two choices guys you eat it or you don't. All right. <laughs> Thanks for letting me get real with you guys for a second there. Um, so, uh, I don't like it when people... You know when you download an album illegally? I don't like how people call that pirating. Because the thing is is that like, uh, like actual pirates still exist and they actually pirate things you know what i mean so it's like this here's what i'm saying it's this is this is what it's like to pirate a ship okay imagine that you're like just an insane dickhead (laughs) and you've got like a gun and a cool boat with a bunch of like your dickhead friends um and you they've all got guns and you go you swim your boat or whatever it's called up to another boat and you're like you get in that boat, you're like, ah! Everybody, get the fuck down! Get the fuck down! And you go over to one guy, and you're like, "Where's the fucking captain? Where's the fucking captain?" And Before he says anything, you just slit his throat and take the blood, and you put a fucking cool goatee on your face. Out of blood. you're like, ah! Because you're fucking crazy. You start, ah! You start running down the, you know, fucking poop deck, whatever it's called, and you start running around here and you start shooting random people, and they're like, "Pooh, you're dead! Pooh, you're dead now!" You go up to a little kid, and you're like, "You were used to be a little kid, but you, now you're dead!" Pooh! And you throw. Him. You throw him overboard, and then you run, you run all the way down to the other side. You finally you find the captain. You take the captain. You nail him up against the wall. You're like, ah, ah. You cut his face off, and you go, put his face on your face, and you go, I'm the fucking captain now. <laughs> you start shooting into a crowd. People are playing air guitar, like, awesome job. <laughs> and, uh, and then you take anyone that you didn't uh, kill, and you put them, and you enslave them for the rest of their life. And then I don't know. I don't know what they have on pirate ships anymore. It's not gold, but it's like, you know. Fucking, I don't uh, paper or oil. I don't know what it is. It's like ice. I don't know. You take all that. You put the all the treasure on your ship, and then you uh, you light that ship on fire and it sinks into the ocean. Um, and that's pirating a ship, right? But now people get to be like, oh look, I'm a pirate too. Blues travelers discography. Click. You know that shouldn't be called pirating. That should be called like, oops. Like clicky oops or something like that, you know? Um, All right, I'm going to leave you with this quick story. Uh, It's a little bit crass. The first time that I ever masturbated, I only knew it as uh, being called whacking off. So I just whacked my dick back and forth (laughs) for like an hour but it worked. Right? And the first time that you discover that, it's an amazing moment because you're like, oh my God, there's like gold. It's like there's a pot of gold in my body and all I have to do to get to it is punch my dick for an hour. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's amazing. And so I went to school the next day with like a little skip in my step and I sat down with one of my friends and he just happened to be like, oh, fuck my gym teacher. He's such a jerk off. And I was like, what did you just do? It's brilliant. Anyway, that's how I've been doing it ever since. So, thank you guys. Thank you. Ben, sit out. I'm sitting. I'm sitting now. I was there. Now you're here. But now I am here. You're really funny. Oh, thank you. How'd that happen? I don't know. Good. Um, I think. Uh, I think that. I, uh, just, I, I don't know. Yeah. Joe, are we just going to sit here until I figure it out or we, do you have another question?
1: It's not a bar. There's no like closing time. Oh, I guess, I guess. Like, let's just think. I mean, I see
6: a few people in the crowd that are literally falling asleep, but, uh, which is probably one of the downsides to not having a light in the room. Oh no, it's much better this way. It's
1: much better this way. It's easier to sleep. Have you ever felt like you
6: performed in a dream before? I have felt like some performances were I was inside of like a weird dream. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
1: How they make you feel?
6: Um, I f- good. I, that bad, is how it, That is the feeling. A dream. Yeah. Dream. Dreamy.
1: What's your favorite dream?
6: My favorite dream.
1: Let's talk about dreams. That's really. Let's uh, talk about dreams. <laughs> oh my God. We're gonna be the first podcast that talks about dreams. I would
6: love to uh, talk about a good dream. Um, I don't really, I always have good dreams. I very, uh, really? very rarely ever have nightmares. That's good. Yeah, it's great, because my li- my actual life is shit, but oh, no! my dream, no, I'm just kidding, my life's okay, great. Okay, good. My life's great, and I have great dreams, so. Good! Uh, okay, so I don't really remember, uh, any good dreams, I'm sorry. That's I'm, fine. So far, you're two for, you're zero I'm, for two. I'm 0 for, for two. Me. Um...
1: Let's just end it there. You're very funny. Yes. I like seeing you a lot. Do you want to plug Wham City? Like, you fucking don't um, to plug Wham City at all.
6: We have a showcase on December 16th.
1: And that's at where? The Crown. And then you're doing something with Stav, Stavros.
6: Stav and I do a, an open mic that's themed at The Crown called uh, Bombing with Ben and Stav, and that's on December 3rd.
1: And that's a weird, like, I, I'm not, okay, what is the theme? And I know it's the called theme, Bombing, but what yeah. is the theme of the, the show? The theme
6: of the show for this month, well, every month it's different. The first month was all new material. The second month was storytelling. This month, is, we're going to try to start getting a little bit harder. We're going to do all clean comedy. Okay. That's um, interesting. We're going to try to do... Uh, and then the other thing is that we have sound effects and stuff. So if people do bad, we play like a Doo! sound like that. It's really funny.
1: That is great. Yeah. Boy, please come to D.C.
6: Oh, sure, yeah, we'd, I would love to do a bombing in D.C.
1: God, that sounds awesome. You sh- everyone in the world should go to that.
6: Yeah, everyone in the world. Everyone in the world. <laughs> I've been trying to invite everybody on Facebook, but it only lets me invite a few hundred. Is,
1: is that the Crown? Yeah. On uh,
6: the first Wednesday of the month? Uh, we don't have like a regular oh, okay. because we're too lazy to On December that 3rd,
1: On Wednesday, December 3rd, you'll be at the Crown. Is that a Wednesday? Did That's you know Wednesday. that already?
6: Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's Wednesday, I guess. Wednesday, God, December damn. 3rd. That's awesome. Great. God, do you I, like I, a cal- your human calendar. What? Thanks. Thank you okay, so wait. much. December third. No, uh, well, I'm going to quiz you. 2018. No. January fifth. Friday. Oh my God, he's right. <laughs> You're amazing. Thank you so much. It, it feels like a Friday. That one. I live every day like it's Friday. Well, really? Yeah. What does that mean? What does that entail? Just watch a lot of Chris Tucker movies.
1: <laughs> Is that? Sorry, they... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How well, many
6: Chris Tucker movies are there even? 18. All right, again, if yeah. you say with confidence.
1: Yeah, he had a lot of time off. What does that mean? Well, he did rush hour. That's true. Rush hour two. Yeah. Rush hour three. Keep going. That's about it. Okay. Yeah, before that, good amount. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but just not doing much. Okay. The mic decided to just cut out when you decided to cross with Chris Tucker.
6: That's fine. That's fine. I, I'm, he's, he's at the fucking mic. He's like, fuck <laughs> these guys. Talk shit about rush hour.
1: <laughs> oh, I never talk shit about rush hour.
6: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no he's a good guy. Good guy. Well, you're funny. People should go to that <laughs> show.
1: I, I seriously think it's a brilliant idea for a show, and I hope that it really works out sure. and uh, it becomes a thing.
6: Yeah I, think, yeah, I think it is a thing. I, I kind of don't want it to work out, to tell you the truth. Let's call it No bombing, one come. So. Don't come. It's going to be yeah. bad.
1: <laughs> I like the way you live life. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Ben O'Brien. Everybody, Ben! <laughs> I need Tup and Pete up here. It's song time, is that fair to say? Should I be talking to you right now? I have no, no. idea what's going on. <laughs>
4: How's
1: it going, Brandon? Okay, thanks for letting me do this here. You betcha, man. Cool. Are you having a good time at your own house? Yes, I am. Cool, that worked out well.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guys, clap it up! Give it up for brands. Everybody. No, 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 yeah, no! You're yeah, a good
1: yeah. guy. Thank I like you your O's hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like you have an O's hat on. Thank you, man. They're a team. I made wow, it. Wow, that's bright! Fantastic. I made it myself. You made a hat. You a smaller... even
3: decided to write a new era logo on your <laughs> yeah, hat. I did. That's really cool. I think you're. Uh, I studied well, for fifty-seven uh, years to learn how to. You look remarkable. <laughs> Thanks, man.
1: Because I'm assuming you started studying how to make hats at roughly the age of 10. Yep. So you're minimum 67 years old.
3: Yeah. Cool.
1: Minimum. Mi- well, I don't, I'm not going to ask a man to say his age. That's weird. That and I is. love that your guitar is just lying on the floor. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he has two able-bodied legs from what I've seen. He's studied how to lie on your back and play guitar for years. So he's John Mayer. That's cool. Yep. I don't know. Does John Mayer do that?
1: I don't know. I've never seen John Mayer perform. I, w- I can't afford that. I want to. I've been saving up for years to see the JM. Big JM fan.
3: the
4: afternoon. I don't even, I can't. You got this room for two. Was, was the iPod? One thing I've left to do. <laughs> Discover me, discovering you. So the iPod on before the Bring show. Oh, my God. Your skin like passion she, 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 she
1: Wait, you can't pretend to not know all the lyrics. You obviously know all. Oh, the I lyrics. know every
3: single one. I'll sing the whole thing right now. You it's just, just
1: a... sang like three fourths of it, then you're like, "No, I'll cop out at the end. I don't want to pretend I'm not." Oh cool. no, it was nothing and about I love those that. John Mayer I lyrics. I will,
3: uh, I will stand up right now and say that what a love I have for the man, the songs, the uh, everything he stands for, everything he stands up for to play guitar with. What does he stand for? Up to play guitar. Oh, that's it. <laughs> no, he's. Uh, I think he's. No, he's. Yeah, I think he likes all the right things. He's got to be terrible. He
1: likes all the right he's
3: things. Yeah, to be terrible.
1: I'm gonna get out of the way because I feel like I'm. No, just no, in stay the, right there. I'm
3: gonna get out of the way. Sing some harmony. No. Um, or Tup. Yeah, you sing some harmony into this mic. Uh, we'll yeah, I'm going to get off mic. the
1: stage and let you to perform, yeah. and I'm going to set up the next act while you perform.
3: That sounds outstanding.
1: Ladies and gentlemen. You said it was Brandon, right? Most of the people that live here and someone that used to live here, <laughs> please put your hands together for Tup and Pete, everybody.
0: Woo! <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of voice exercises you can do. woo uh-huh. Uh, Hey. (coughs) Uh, Uh, This
2: is nice up here This is nice
3: Guys, Tupper Sigliano Let's uh, let's have one good to see you guys Have a round at it And guys, give it up for yourself uh, Too many claps Yeah (laughs) Thanks for coming out I don't have too much longer to live Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming out
4: Mm. Break up with your girlfriend Before Christmas And save your money That's my rule of thumb Break up with your girlfriend Before Christmas And get back together before the new year comes My tau 3 Break up with the girlfriend before Christmas Save your money, that's my rule of thumb Break up with the girlfriend before Christmas Get back together before the new year comes Cause you don't know what to get her Can't afford no presents You need that money for some other stuff, yeah so, this Christmas season, make up a reason to break it off. Wait for Christmas and then make up. Break up with your girlfriend before Christmas. Save your money, it's a lot of fun. Dump your girlfriend, enjoy your Christmas. Then get back together before
3: the new year comes. Thanks. That was Yeah. Good. Give it a shot. (laughs) Now we'd like to perform another song. (laughs) All right. Listen. Okay.
4: Three little birds sat on my window, and they told me I don't need to worry summer came like cinnamon so sweet little girls double dutch on a concrete maybe sometimes we got it wrong but it's all right the more things seem to change the more they stay the same don't you think it's strange? Girl, put your records on. Tell me your favorite song. Just go ahead, let your hair down. Sy-five and faded jeans. I hope you get your dreams. Just go ahead, let your hair down. You're gonna find yourself some way, somehow.
3: Thank you, guys. We only wanted to perform half of it. Really nice. That was really nice. All right. Guys, give it up one more time for Brandon Weathery. Give it up. Thanks, dude. You can actually sing. That
1: was weird. I didn't think you could. All right. I feel dumb. Thank you. He just gave me a guitar, Ian, so uh, congratulations, you just won that. Here's what's going to happen. Could, uh, is there any way to turn on like one of the lights in here? Yep. Okay. Here's why. Our next act, is. Uh, it's very exciting to have them here. Uh, they don't perform very often. The most recent performance they had was at the Lincoln Theater. Uh, that's a big place. So they need a lot of lights, and they demand a lot of attention, and, and, and you'll see why. Uh, There's some audio stuff that I'm going to set them up with, and I'm incredibly glad that they're here. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Mother Knuckle.
6: 6,000
7: years after Earth plopped out of God's womb, one man... And his wife, Mr. and, Mr. and Mrs. Pussyborg, Pussyborg. hired two handsome dino to give their son, Clumpface Pussyborg the bird, a dinosaur party! Get ready for Earth's sixth mass extinction it. It's all
0: about having it. fun. It's time to wish Clumpface. happy 21st birthday! birthday.
7: Get diaper off your training wheels are gone. Today you are a man, so let's have some fun. This prehistoric party your papa paid for. Gonna show you what it means to be a carnivore. Red meat, red, red meat put it on my tongue like a t-rex would try it have some fun because this is dino 101 gonna learn about the past while we have some fun gonna sweep away the dust underneath earth's crust as we celebrate the birthday clump before the puss while we excavate the soil dig it ounce by ounce gonna fertilize your brain and make your booty bounce Dance people, it's how fun. are you
0: feeling? Bounce.
7: Everybody get up, we're it's about fun. to dance! It's coming on! Bounce. Are you feeling good? Bounce. We're gonna teach Bounce. you a new dinosaur dance that'll make you feel Bounce. delicious. Bounce. Do it. feeling pretty good got a lot of skeletons in my closet dino skeletons that is <laughs> how about you feeling all right you're looking a little pale-y and tall. well i have admit i've <laughs> been a dino real lately but good news is i think it just means i'm pregnant great say why don't we teach these guys how to cast dinosaur spells give us a great velociraptor repeat after me they will turn you all into dinosaurs hey there handsome boys we're feeling sad hey there handsome boys we're feeling sad if we turn to dinos, we would be glad. Let me hear if it. If we turn into dinos, we would be glad. We want to be extinct and buried in the soil. We want to be extinct and buried in the soil. So we could fuel your life with our dinosaur oil. So we could can- Fuel your life with our dinosaur oil. Here we go. We love you, Ohio. Transform us into dinos. We love you, Ohio. Transform transform us into dinos. We love you, Ohio. Transform us into dinos. We love you, Ohio. Transform (laughs) transform us into dinos. Keep it going, we love you, Ohio, transform us into dinos. We love you, Ohio, transform us into dinos. It worked. Wow, look at all the comfy, carinates, dimpty, nimble putts, and triceratops. This truly is a prehistoric paradise. Whoa, look at all those dinos over there. Oh wait, that's just Congress. Oh, I'd love to rub lotion on those bad boys. They're scaly. Turn it into butter. Make a nice stegosaurus shortbread. Don't. Boy, Dr. Jigglechunk, that's a ride. You know, that reminds me of that carnival ride I once took. It cost ten tokens, and you know, this was before I lost all that weight, so I had to buy two ten-token tickets. And like, you know, when I got on there, the power shut off, and I was stuck there for six days. When I got home ten years later, I found out it was all a setup. My mom had planted an EMP that had short-circuited the circus ride, so, uh... <clears throat> but joke's on her. I don't mind because when you come from a clown, it's all about having fun. I'm sorry. I saw you from across the stage, and I couldn't help... Who thinks she's the cutest Tater Tot muffin I've ever seen? Someday I'm gonna marry that girl, and even if I don't, well, we'll both grow old and die, and I'll see to with that we're buried together. Seeing next to all, each all these other. dinos, our creation, God's creation, it gives me an idea: Dino meat, and it'll make us lots of money, and and we'll call it Dino's Dino Deli Dungeon after me, Dino Doctor Dino Denton, and and we'll serve. Triceratops, taquitos, ichthyosaurus, fish sticks, mammoth rump roast, saber tooth toast, dip loaded cause donuts that'll fill you up the most. T-Rex steaks and petroleum shakes. Come and take a bite of my pandilla cake. Raptor pies, rhinosaurus fries, stick your teeth into my cold-blooded franchise, my liquid assets froze in the last size age. Now this volcanic thaw is gonna get us paid. Come and get your full of a dino meal. And for a 99 a burger, it's a real steal. Dino, please take into consideration the sociological implications. Apparently, I'm a parent now, and well, when you turn into a father in this post-historic age, everything changes. I gotta think of what my family eats. I can't have a saturated fat. Basically, having a kid is the same thing as having a Tamagotchi. You gotta feed it. I, Dino it, Child, prevented you from profits worthwhile it, of rejecting it, your ethics and for a no, coke and no, a smile. Who no. wouldn't want that? You'll just reject Yo, God's commandment. Heard, no. Look at my burger. On so and on the next, thine fish fillet, no never ever wash thine behind, in of a day, in a cafe, unless you are in Spain, Then clean, quick, underlay. I can't believe you disagree on making money with me tap that market of infinite cash potentiality. Do you honestly believe that Benjamin Frankosaurus invented electricity so quick here to ching, shining off my bling bling? If our forefathers wanted to regulate the sauropod market, they would have said so in the Constitution. The invisible hand of the market the car, will guide us to, to financial restitution. Far and bleed. The I can already taste the char-boiled meat of source the courage feet. This is my last offer for your final retribution. So we can get the wheels turning on this culinary revolution. I want my baby back. baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, Ribs weren't removed from Adam just so he could have a woman who would inevitably friends on him for Satan. There. I knew it. You are Satan. Only Satan would twist to immobilize a carpal tunnel-free wrist of the invisible hand of the market. You hate America. Therefore, I banish you. I banish you. To the land of the socialists, to the land of the communists. Got riddance in hell, you big baby. Have fun with your Obama socialistic healthcare in hell, you big baby. Say so out of Stalin with your new shiny front teeth in hell, you big baby. Bite off more than you can chew in you know, hell, you big baby. That was all about having fun. And, uh, we're the Mother and Uncle, oh, at the end of comedy. Obama. Like us on Facebook if you please. Oh, we also have brochures here that I failed to hand out. So um, we made them for the show. So please take one. I'm going to pass them around.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Mother Knuckle. Oh, boy, this is going to be good. Um, Here's the thing. This guy's name is Ian Graham, and he is in a fantastic band called Lenorable. Lenorable has one final show on December 6th. Is that correct? On December 6th. Please go see them. It's at Comet Ping Pong, which is a place. Is that right? It's a comet, right? Okay, good. DDM and I – this is the fourth time DDM and I have shared a stage this year – this is obviously the least stagey of the stages. Num- the first time, I had to follow you, and then I vowed to myself and the general public, never again, and that is why you closed the show. Go on, ladies
0: and gentlemen, please put your hands together for DDM. What's going on, y'all? How y'all feeling?
8: My name is DDM. Can you turn it up some more, too? Because like I need to feel my beat. How y'all doing, hand and so I'm from Baltimore, I'm from West Baltimore, I actually live in Bedfield, now. I know that's like crystal meth, handbag, you know? So I wrote this record, this off my first mixtape. take, TV killed
0: the radio star, and it's just a little song about Baltimore. My mama used to say, you better shop around, but I don't give a damn, I'm getting too sand now, looking at the TV, hurting all the bitches. Flashbacks, a in no invention, I'm from the west side, west side, it's a bus, it on my chest like a Superman F, I can tell stories all night, poppin' my Easter shoes from Cinderella's on Park Heights, Park Heights, Park, 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 park Heights. Renegades they Renegades is a campaign, when we fancy now only drinking champagne, dope boys bundled up like it's cold outside, Max does not take up an F-O-G sign. I love to get away with my own Beating the fake girls like the kids at the ball And then they get high school roaming the hall Looking for something pretty to roam on my jaw And then they go like this one time, y'all And they go west side, is the best side Cause it makes me think about all the good times And they go side now this is the best time, this make me think about all the good times When I'm lighting up a Gucci, sitting on the sofa Chilling with my people, watching over and over over Lighting up a touchy, sitting on the sofa Chilling with my people, watching over and over and like- over I used to read Word Up magazine Throwing Peppa and Heavy D up in the limousine Hanging pictures on my wall Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Wall. I let my tape rock to my tape pop smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock Way back before I had the red a black lumberjack with the Heston Bank, rest in peace, the biggie smalls. And one more time, we go. West side is the best time. because it makes me think about all the good times. Here go. East side is the best time. because it makes me think about all the good times. When I'm playing a production, sitting on the sofa, chumming with my people watching them and they're in a production, sitting on the sofa, chumming with my people watching them and they So when I made this song, I think
8: I was high when I made this song too.
0: You
8: know, cause it's not like,
0: you know, I just had to experience really good weed today. You know how you get good weed? I'm not talking about Reggie. I'm talking about straight from the ball. You know what I'm saying? It's like and they go, West side is the best side, cause it make me think about all the good times, and they go, East side is the best side, cause it makes me think about all the good times, and they go, This side is the best side, cause it makes me think about all the good times, and they go, This side is the best side, cause it makes me think about all the good times, when I'm playing a sitting on the sofa, chilling with my people want to go and have a a on
8: the sofa. Yeah, hold that. Hold that. So um, yeah. No. Uh, my bad. Now I got that from Bois Textile down in Washington Boulevard. It's was like two dollars. You know. You know. Yeah. They. They feeling their beat now, though. No shade. Their selection ain't been the T for a minute. But, you know, hey. Every now and then you find a little bargain, you know what I'm saying? Because you want to look cute, you know. For fat people, you know, we got to make our shit work. Because you going H&M, I can't fit none of that shit. They got the commercials beyond saying, oh, bitch, Alexander
0: Way. And I'm going in. And I'm like, oh, bitch, boy sizes. Yeah.
8: You know. And I can't fit shit in there. So, you know, you got to make it work. You know, once upon a time, a bitch used to be skinny. I used to be thin, you know, like around 2004, you know, 10 years ago. You know, I used to be thin, you know. And, like, so I lost all this weight and shit. I was in the gym. I was on them shakes. That was back when Jenny Craig was the T, you know what I'm saying? I had all that shit. I was skinny. I was starving like a motherfucker, but I looked good. Shit, you can't tell me not. Not going, my fuck. What's the shit called? You know, the high price T-shirt place where the shit ripped after two wears. You know, Urban Outfitters. So I go in Urban Outfitters. And, you know, I can fit all the shit in there. This was before band tees was the shit. You know what I'm saying? When it was still, like, cool before it got trendy. You know? So I used to get all my shit out there. Then, you know, I got the price about 2009, 2010. And before you know it, it was like, year one, 10 pounds, year two, 40 pounds, year three. It's like, damn, bitch, all the weight done came back. You know what I'm saying? Now you back to being rerun. So, <laughs> so you know, shit like that happened. So, okay, fast forward. So, like, I'm a rapper in Baltimore City, right? And so, like, you know, people are like, oh, what is Baltimore rap? What is that like? I'm like, bitch, it's rap. And I'm like, oh my God, you know? So. So you do these shows, you know what I'm saying? You know you do these shows, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you're from Baltimore. You know, Baltimore's not known for its plethora of hip-hop prowess. So, you know, you're basically performing everywhere. And, you know, you go out of town, you go to these places like New York and Philadelphia, and, you know, these meccas where they have stars already and shit. So you already got something to prove because they think you're going to be a goddamn mess when you get there. Y'all, anybody playing bands in here? You playing a band. Well, that figures, because y'all sitting by the shit. Okay. So, for anybody that playing bands, you know, when you go out of town and shit, it's always a lot of shade being thrown your way. The money always funny. You know what I'm saying? You got to argue with the promoter. Bitch trying to put you on stage. Bitch, ain't nobody here. Don't nobody get here at 9 o'clock. Like, who am I performing to? You know what I'm saying? It's the goddamn janitor and the old bitch that fucking do the cakes in the back. You know? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So you go you do these shows and you give it your all and you know they tell you these things, they be like, Oh well, you know, your music quality, if you just, you know, get your shit mixed right, so you go and you get the shit mixed right, you paying all this money to get the shit mixed right, you going to the studio with the super engineer and he like, This is the best new Pro Tools, five D you know, we can just hear ant fart in this mic, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you get there. And you do all this shit, and then you go, you have these bullshit-ass label meetings because they love to dangle the curtain in front of your face. And you go, and you have these meetings, and they're like, you know, yeah, so, like, what's really going on in your hometown? I said, well, bitch, you watch The Wire. This what the fuck y'all think happened, and then he got their way. Shit, I'm just selling you what you think happening. You know what I'm saying? You think we home of the smack? Bitch, I got smack, heroin, coke, alcohol, chicken boxes, all that. You know what I'm saying? I'm selling all of that to you. And they're like, so, so, you know, after you do that, they be like, well, you know, this is around the time when Gaga and all that shit started coming out. So they wasn't trying to hear that keep it real shit. You know, they wanted everybody in costumes, makeup, hair, 800 dancers, lighting pyro, you know what I'm saying? So then you're going to do that shit. Motherfucker look like CeeLo in a hairband for the next three years. You know what I'm saying? Just a totally lost track of who the fuck you are as an individual. Because, you know, being from Baltimore, and I'm a native. You know what I'm saying? We got any native Baltimoreans here? Woo! Damn, in Baltimore. And there's only one girl that's from Baltimore in here besides me. Wow. We're a extinct species in our own home. I feel like we're in New York. Nobody's from here. You know, everybody's here, but they're not from here. You from Baltimore? Why you ain't raise your hand there? You was late. Late pass. I know. Do not pass, go. Do not collect $200. That whole thing. I know, right? You know, it's Baltimore, girl. You know what it give. You know how we is. Right? We covert. We like, you know, sh- we like roaches. You know what I'm saying? We just. Be like, bitch, wait till they turn the lights out. You know, <laughs> you know that's how we roll in Baltimore City. So fast forward, right? You know, after going through all that shit with the, the the looks and dances and, you know, dealing with people having breakdowns on the road. So then you go back to, you say, okay, bitch, let's go back to square one. So I started making this EP with uh, um, a producer, Paul Hudson. He's not here tonight, but... Um, I started making this EP. I called it Everybody's So Sleepy. And I called it Everybody's So Sleepy because I feel like everybody's so sleepy. Like, kind of how you are tonight, you know? <laughs> uh, so, you know, we made this EP, and I said, I want to hear real music. I want to hear the shit that, you know, I used to listen to growing up. Because I didn't hear rap music until I got, like, I want to say in middle school, high school, Cause my mother ain't played that shit I used to get in trouble for listening to that And like it's funny cause if you have children And you tell them not to do something Or this is not cool they're totally gonna do it So just don't say nothing um, And so I made this EP And I said I want a plethora of sounds Hi new people Hey I like your boots Hey girl what's your name Yeah you yeah. What's going on Teresa you had a fun night. What did you do, girl? You had something to drink, did you? I know you did. And what did you have? What else was in it? Whiskey. hmm. Say hi to Teresa, y'all. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Teresa. So this next song I'm going to do, I'm going to do one more song and then I'm going to get out of your hair because I have a Charlie Brown Christmas on DVD and snacks waiting at home. Um, so this next song, you know, I like James Brown. I'm a big James Brown fan. And not just because of that fucking shitty ass movie that they just put out. But, you know, I actually really like the motherfucker. I, I think he did great work for hip hop and all of that. You know, all the history shit. Pay homage because, you know. That whole thing. So, we made this song called Mayweather, right? And it's got, like, this spirit of, like, James Brown in it. And I thought it would be cute. You know what I'm saying? This is my first time, like, performing it solo. Usually, like, I like a little band moment. You know, the whole coup de grace, And it's shiny. And bitches giving lighting. And smoke. And set. But we ain't got all that. Instead, I'm in somebody's house in front of old garage front. You know, so... (laughs) You know, we got a little ceiling fan for a fat little vents. I know the gas and electric bill in this motherfucker got to be every bit of five hundred a month, but <laughs> you know, I figured I'd do something. So you can start. You, I mean, is they ready for it though? No. Y'all ready for Mayweather? Yeah. All right, because I swear I stand up here and just run my motherfucking mouth for the next twenty minutes. You can play the track.
2: Bond Street District presents Everybody So Sleepy, a Paul Hudson production starring DDM as Uncle Lulu, aka Killer Queen, aka
3: This Is Your Father Speaking, aka Yes Bitch, Come Through. Coming this November.
0: South. Slick mouth, nigga, I'm a shady lady I talk a lot of junk like Fred and Grady Black, we and a gold Mercedes That a blah, 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 blah Ashes to ashes, they all fall down Your lames ought to kill yourself You know the queen, no, fuck with the help. I can't deal with the shame I've never been a trend, your So when you wash out with the waves I'ma still have a trick in my bag money daddy, your gimmick is hot I'ma let you eat good while I get on the clock I'ma make you tap out when I get on top hot. Now keep that in the pot and I'ma bang that bitch Man rubber, I'ma bang that bitch Rock bad I'ma bang that bitch Say something, I'ma bang that bitch Now get that The truth, the way the light. I've never been a slouch when it comes to the mic. in that bell bang, behind the hike. Sight so fishy and Yikes! I so have the work, the win the who. The I your skin like yeah, rough, Joy, hot, coming through in barat, barat, Better more, the loose. a you better buckle up, cause it's ready to snow You better talk shit till I'm moving your know. Cause if you try me, then we're going to blow I'ma bang that bitch No brother, I'ma bang that bitch I'ma bang that bitch Say I'ma bang that bitch get The part where the games come out, it's like a whole beyond Day moment, and then we like, And like, imagine two girls, and we just going to fuck off, and it's just like, And I'm Patrick White, I'm the greatest, <laughs> Mayweather, Rocky Balboa, special like Tyson, real deal, home is here. And then one girl, she start dancing, and I'm keeping it still, right? Like in the video. And then I go back. The other girl, she said still, and I'm keeping it like right in the video, right? And then we both come back together and be like, I'm ready to fight! I'm ready to rock. Now that's going to be the video, but only I'm going to be like over. I'm going to have on the those. My titties going to be stressed down. We're going to be like, together. And it's going to come in. And then it's going to be like, oh my God, we're so excited. Just end.
8: There we go. Oh, yeah. <sighs> no, that being said, I fulfill my obligation. You know, thanks for listening and all of that. I'm going to go home to my Big Mac and my DVDs. Thanks for having me, Brandon.
1: GDM is very, very, very good at what he does,
8: and you should download. Is
1: it download? Download the new EP. Yeah, yeah,
8: it's on uh, www.bondstreetdistrict.com, b-o-n-d-s-t district.com, and also we're on SoundCloud. I'm out of breath.
1: Stop. Why Uncle Lulu versus DDM? Because for this, you're, like, billing yourself as both, and usually you're just DDM. Why Uncle Lulu?
8: Well, it's that whole Wu-Tang thing. You know how they have, like, 800 names? But they have nine different members. Well, that's them. Yeah, you're still you. That's what I don't Right. See, the thing is, this is the thing. You know, no matter what packaging you put it in, a Snicker bar is still a Snicker bar.
1: But then, why aren't you using the same name? That's what I'm at. It's called branding and marketing. But aren't you? But aren't you distorting the message because you had a fantastic video out earlier this year right. under the name DDM? See,
8: now you sound like a label exec. See- I'm asking. I'm just asking. I'm on your team. Oh, right. I want to know how I can help. See, okay, here's the thing. So. Like, okay, totally. Here's the thing in music, right? Like, people, I felt like people had the hardest time seeing three fucking letters. You know, with Americans, you have to make shit harder for them to like it. You know, you can't make it easy for America. DDM. Sounds easy, right? Sounds like you can remember that. Motherfuckers be like BBM, BDM, DOB. You know, I'm like. Stop, stop, stop. stop. Who came up to you and said date of birth? A lot of people. Like a lot of people. A lot of people. So I said, Look, bitch, okay, Uncle Lulu. It's a Jamaican singer called Sister Nancy, right? You know, so I was like, Oh, we can be like a whole family and I'll just be Uncle Lulu. And it, it, you know, and it looked better in print because it seemed like the graphic designers, they have the hardest time with them three fucking letters. Easiest
1: time with those letters. You're giving them a gift. You're giving them such a great palette to work with. Why would you ever, you're still DDM. But you're also Uncle Lulu. I like DDM more
8: than Uncle Lulu. It's really not about what you like. It's It's about, you know... No shade. What do you like? What no you shade. Like? I like both, but Don't the consi- no No, oh no. See, this is the lying. thing. This is the problem with American music. They have this thing where they feel like, oh, bitch, if you Katie Paul, you got to be the candy bitch for the next three oh years. No! You know what I'm saying? No! Bitch, you're going to be in candy and clouds for the next three years. You go overseas, motherfuckers be in candy clouds one month. Then they be like one of the singers.
1: You're not listening. You're not listening. I didn't say I like the music more. No, it's not a judgment about the music at all. I would like the fact that you stuck to the same name. I'm not saying you're the same. You're still the same person, right. but I would love for the idea of like DDM is not just one thing. DDM is so many different things. Fucking get used to it. You don't know what you're going to get when you go to the show. Am I going to get this DDM? Am I going to get this DDM? Who gives a shit? You're going to see DDM or Uncle Lulu, whatever. It's not a knock on
8: what you do in any I way whatsoever. Yes, you did. I didn't. Okay. This is the thing, Brandon. It was no shame. Maybe we had a miscommunication. You know, it's really not. I didn't take it as like, "Ooh, you're digging on me. You know, no, like, no. oh, he's trying me right now. I didn't take it like that. Okay. I just was like, you know, I feel like for certain people, everything is difficult. You know, like how you making it difficult for me right now? You know, like it, it's, they just make it difficult. Right.
1: Do you want to be billed as UDM or Uncle Lulu? Simple question.
8: Whichever one cuts the bigger check, I'll just go with that.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, DDM slash Uncle Lulu. It's going to be hard to top that. We have five more anniversary shows. It's going to be very hard to top what you did tonight. Uh, download the album. It's very, very good. Street District is very good. Um, also, watch the video that came out. I want to say in June. It's a very, very good video. Uh, it's very fun. And the other one is very heavy in a good way. It's it's just fantastic. it's a
8: Versatility.
1: You're very good. I want to invest in you, but I don't have any money. Is that okay? You
8: know, see, here's uh, the thing. I feel like that's the problem. Like yeah. people always say, "Me like, oh, did you? You're funny. You this. I but funny. You're well, good. I mean, I'm all right. Funny, uh, that was, that, was that, right, be- but but you know, it's not about you. Once again, <laughs> my show. it is your show. One thing about you, it is your show, and I'm it's your show. Now it's your show. It is my show now. <laughs> we in syndication. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, I feel like for, for rap, rap is kind of corny right now. Like, honestly, if I didn't have as much years in as I do pursuing it and working on my craft, I tell kids all the time, don't be a rapper. I think it's the stupidest fucking shit you can be ever. Like, that's just stupid. Like, bitch, you want to rap in 2014 where the top album is selling 20,000 copies? Really? You want to be around now? Back when I was, you know, because I'm an old bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting ready to be thirty, right? No, well, yeah, but still, you're not old. You're ancient. You know, back when I was younger, you know, what I'm saying like when '97, '98, '99, you know, when people were selling like eight hundred thousand million rockets, it was something to be. You wanted to be, you know, selling out stadiums. Now it's like, kid, what are you doing with your life? Like, like what you want to be a rapper now? Like everything's fucking free. Like where's the fucking money? Like. At least back then you had, you know, Hype Williams doing a video, Sprite endorsement. You won the awards. You like five times platinum. Now it's like they lucky if they do 100,000 copies. Well, I'm just saying, I done put enough work in. So now it's like I got to see it through because at this point I'm just like throwing money into the pit at this point. You know, like it's just dead. Whereas if you young, like if you 19, I told my little brother all the time, I said, who the fuck wants to be a rapper in 2014? I think it's the stupidest shit ever. I think in twenty years we'll be talking about hip hop like black exploitation. Like, think about, it. think about it. Like, think about it. Everybody thought Pam Grier was going to be hot forever. Everybody thought Lil' Kim was going to be hot forever, and then look what happened. Well, there's a
0: difference because black exploitation,
1: black exploitation never made a lot of money. Where hip hop made. That's all- not
8: true. I was watching Unsung Hollywood Pam Grier, and she was getting coins.
1: She was getting money comparatively, but compared to everybody else, not at all. It's nothing. It was a fucking sliver where hip-hop for about 10 years made the most money next to country.
8: For about 10 years. Yes. And then what happened? It,
1: it it's up for the rest of the music industry.
8: Right. Exactly. But Taylor Swift, that bitch, she's selling a million copies.
1: I'm, not, I'm on your side.
8: I'm just saying. Why don't you tour with Taylor Swift? I don't want to tour with no damn Taylor Swift. I, I would for the catering. Cause her catering, her catering game nasty. She got the nasty catering every game. Guy. She has free diet coke. That bitch been on Papa John's boxes. <laughs> that bitch got CoverGirl ads. Hey, I'm thinking of every goddamn thing. Taylor Swift, <laughs> bitch. If you can just give me a slither of what you're getting right now, I love that bitch. No shade. Taylor, I love, I love Taylor. No, I got the album. I bought 1989 because I still believe in Miami. Call it what you want. Her, Casey Moss, Graves. I like all the country bitches. No shade. The country bitches like the best records. They all be relatable. They'll never talk about being platinum, and they got more money than everybody, so that's something to follow.
1: I can't top you. You know that. This is going to keep continuing. You need to go home and watch your DVD. You're very, very good. I like your shoes. Do you want to throw a uh, compliment at the sponsor? Oh, this ain't sponsored. I'm oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, because I know the other ones that were. Yeah, ain't no money on these books. Fine, you. you have fantastic taste, and you know how to spend money well. Is that fine? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for DDM. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Sorry. I, I hope you had a, a decent to good time. Uh, Pete. I don't know if he's in the room. Are you still in the room? Thank you. You're nice. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, just like we started the show, let's end the show with some classic Dave Matthews band. Could you cue us up, buddy? Thanks for coming,
4: everybody, and have a wonderful night. He wakes up in the (laughs) video.